Just before we start the podcast, we would like to invite you to get a copy of our new book called Living From Your Art. You can find it on any Amazon platform. You will see it's a very bright colored orange and yellow uh, book cover and it was made for you artists because you help us live in a better world. We want to help you get more work. So thank you so much and let's start this podcast. Woohoo! <laughs> hey, hello everyone. Welcome for another episode of the Puppet Podcast. Here we are in a special edition. We will talk about our lovely Danny Joe, who have a, a, a project. And yes, Danny Joe Lebrecht have a, a tons of projects, but he will talk. We receive him in the edition, traditional. He presents his puppets and all of that stuff. But has he have a new series and new stuff going on? We feel that it was amazing to have him back. But before we go into the interview, I, I, we talk about our book, but I want to tell you that the podcast is doing great. We connect with many people. We have projects in the air. And uh, yeah, we want to be in touch with you guys. If you have any uh, suggestion, you want to, to talk to us, feel free to put comments, to ask questions during the interview. And uh, yeah, everyone in the podcast family is doing great. So everyone, please drum roll for the wonderful Danny Joel Breck. Hello. Hello. Can you hear me? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, everybody. Technology. I know. I know. We've got the latest equipment here at Danny Joel's Treehouse. Yeah. <laughs> Danny, so uh, nice to have you back in the, in the show and to to know more about like what you have developed because we know the pandemic brings you into a process. You have done a web series and, and now you're going in another phase with that amazing project. Please uh, feel free to introduce this wonderful project to the community who is watching right now. Oh, thank you so much for the opportunity to do so. And thank you for all of the resources that you give us artists. I, I, I love your podcast and the book is great. And it's, it really is truly appreciated. If you, if you don't hear that too much on the other side of the screen, it means a lot to all of us. I know it does, it does to me. So thank you for all, all you do. Thank you, thank you, yes. Yeah, uh, so, so believe it or not, we are actually coming up on our, our 20th year anniversary from the point of developing Danny Joe's Treehouse. We've, we've actually been around for a really long time. It started back in Chicago um, as a live show. I did lots of puppet therapy work in classrooms and it kept evolving and it became a, a web series eventually. And, uh, and then we kept polishing it and polishing it. And uh, now we have uh, landed on two wonderful streaming platforms that I really love, uh, Kadoodle TV and Sensical TV from Common Sense Media, Common Sense Net Networks, which is backed by Common Sense Media. And I love those two platforms because uh, for me, uh, about two years ago, I, I had a real conflict. Um, my, my audience is specifically two to four-year-olds and, and they're adults. And I was mainly reaching out to families through social media, through YouTube, like many other mm -hmm. um, artists 
Um, but I started getting, and I had been receiving lots of feedback from families about experiences that were not positive um, through through the YouTube algorithm, unexpected things that would come up and interrupt um, the, the the lineup of shows that we had created. And social media is a complex thing. Mm-hmm. And I, I couldn't justify bringing young kids in through Danger's Treehouse. I wanted to to give them the resources to think critically in person in real life before entering this. So I felt a little, a little bit like a hypocrite and I was trying to figure out how do I do that? And then I found Kadoodle TV first and it was great because there's no algorithm. It's all human reviewed stuff. Um, And then I found Sensical TV and for common sense media they're they're so particular about what makes the cut. Um, uh-huh. Like it is very difficult to get on that platform, and you you know as a parent, as a caregiver, whatever is on there is going to be age appropriate for for your child. They divide it from two to four, and then five to eight, and then eight to ten, and mm. it, it is it is great. And they're both free. You can do a subscription if you want to, but they're they're free. So I'm really happy that we landed there, and um, and we're still trying to figure out the, well, how do we let everybody know that we're there? Yeah. Uh, Cause we're not doing all of the wonderful things that you suggest in your, in your <laughs> book, you know? Um, so trying to find that way to, to not compromise and still reach people. That's still a nut that we're trying to crack. Um, Sensical is helping me a lot with that, which is great. Yeah. Um, but what it boils down to is we're, we've been doing some of the best work, that we've ever done. Uh, season three is going to um, drop at the end of this month, maybe going into next month in October of uh, 2022. And it's much higher production values. My wife, Stephanie and I are still doing it from home in our, our home studio in our basement. Um, but it's just more refined and we're, and we're digging into those um, social issues as always, but we're really focusing in on, how to navigate pervasive media and pre-digital media literacy, even for two to four-year-olds, because mm-hmm. it is definitely part of their their lives. Um, so we're doing some amazing things. Yes, that's that's so exciting that you you go in because you said you you got the time, you got the resource to to dig into the work, like to to polish your your stuff. But I'm curious as artists we polish our art, we polish our uh, creation. But I, I want to hear you on that. Like for you, what it is to, to, to get time to, to work more and deep and dig into what you want to do and create? Well, I think the um, COVID-19 and quarantine, you know, in many unexpected ways was kind of a positive thing for, being at home and having uninterrupted time to really focus and reflect and think about bigger picture stuff. At first we were all about putting out content as much as possible to serve mm-hmm. the audience and try to work through complicated times and have, you know, try to provide some type of, of routine, having daily, daily live streams and things like that yeah. when we were still on, on Facebook. Um, but then it was time to just kind of step back and take all of the feedback that we were getting and, and, and the letter. I, I receive a lot of, emails from from the people that watch our show and the the common i I always look for the common themes yeah social themes that that come up from 
my audience, but in, in, in general. Yeah. And a lot of it was, um, I'm trying to think of a good way to say it. So I think quarantine gave adults a reminder of what it's like to be a little kid. Because uh-huh. um, it's it's playful and it's joyful, but it's also it can also be really hard, and and confusing and stressful. And I think for us adults during quarantine, we were experiencing what little kids experience throughout their early development. It's it's striving for independence. It's I can do it. I can do it on my own. I can do it. But at the same time, wanting to reach back to something familiar and safe and grounding, right? That that yeah. pull back and forth, and then also. Um, needing, needing some sort of routine. Um, You know, I know that I'm going to wake up in the morning. I know I'm going to brush my teeth and have my breakfast. I'm going to get to play with my friends. And I know this is, you know, having that consistent routine is very reassuring. And when that routine is mixed up and unexpected, it creates a lot of anxiety and stress. Uh And then the rules changing all the time, the authority, you know, whether it's the grown up or government or whatever, you know, just, constantly changing rules that that's childhood you know like, yeah and and i think um reflecting on that i got a deeper sense of where young kids were and what they were thinking about and playing about i always look and listen very carefully to how children play to get an idea of where they're at and um and from that reflection and from that research uh i i started to rethink about um how I presented my my content as a teacher, okay. not just as a, a host, but as a as as an educator and caregiver through the screen, yeah. and the puppets evolved that way too. They're still simple hand puppets, but um, well, we we can get into that later. <laughs> but everything just refined out of that, I think. Wow! Yeah, that's true. It's a good uh, way to see it back. And um, I I want to um, also talk about the audience because your audience is so young but i want to um um to talk about the content that you you're giving because it's really as you say polish and it's really something precious that you 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 talk with with children like the the wave of your show is also really for them so i yeah i want to talk about this age particularly yeah well, I think with this with this age group, especially in children's media, I think often we artists are conditioned in many way to give them what maybe executives are interested in or producers are interested in. Mm. And that is stuff that will sell. That is stuff that will stimulate and hold attention and get lots and lots and lots of hits. And the more hits you get, the more money you can make because it's a broader audience and you can sell to that broader audience, right? So what we start to see is very similar stuff. The and and this is no judgment. Like this is mm-hmm. this is just what it is. You know, there's lots of cartoons. There's lots of caricatures that are super super silly and high pitched voices, big big eyes and childlike voices and fast paced fast paced fast paced. Lots of anticipation tricks, you know, what's in the box, what's in the egg, what's it going to, you know, that, that sort of stuff that pulls you in very similar to social media techniques, you know, with adults and it, it works, it sells and, and it's fine for what it is. If you know what it is going into it, I call it cookies for breakfast. Like you give a kid a plate of cookies for breakfast. They're going to be very happy. 
you know, um, like a teacher walking into a classroom on Monday and saying cookies for breakfast, you know, yay, cookies for breakfast. No one's going to be like, oh, cookies for breakfast. Yeah. And the next day, more cookies and more cookies and, you know, maybe some options of fruit on the side too, but there's cookies are there. And Friday comes around and parents, caregivers start calling and saying, hey, what's, what's the deal with all the cookies for breakfast? And if the response is, oh, well, kids love cookies for breakfast. Kids today like cookies for breakfast. See, we have all this research from our data. We can prove this is what kids want. So we're going to give it to them. Well, one, you're the one that started giving them the sugary cookies in the first place. And two, as responsible adult caregivers, yeah, of course, we can give our kids sweets and delicious things every once in a while. I like cookies. But we also need to have that balance, you know, and that doesn't mean on going to the extreme other side of just raw broccoli, um, you know, <laughs> but like, you know, a healthy, balanced diet. And I think that needs to relate to our media and to our live performances, too. So we can do the super silly, fun stuff that makes us laugh. But we can also understand that young children are human beings with a broad range of emotions and concerns. And we can address those deeper issues too in, in age appropriate ways. Yeah. Um, so that, that's what I, that's what I try to do with, with Treehouse. Um, yeah. Yeah. I, I really love it. And, and could you uh, show us a little bit of your studio where you're at and, uh, and maybe yeah. how you, you're set up because it's so amazing to create, from the basement, a wonderful set like you have. Yes, absolutely. I'd love to show some behind the scenes stuff. So some some tips to the creators out there yeah. um, for doing something on the cheap. I was I was very heavily in influenced by the local kids shows of the late 60s, even going back to the the early 50s with like Kukla, Fran and Ollie and um, Ding Dong School with Miss Francis. And it was super, sh you know, shoestring budget cheap stuff because there was no budget, but out of that came really creative things. So I tried to emulate that. Um, so at first my set was just stretched canvas on, on boards um, and paper mache, but um, th those are super heavy and difficult to, to work with. And if you end up doing a live show, a live performance at a theater, it's a pain to carry all that stuff. So I found this amazing material. I highly recommend it. It is um, pink, insulation foam oh i can go larger so oh, yeah, you... this stuff uh-huh that's what all of the the set the, except for the tree the tree the tree is um a giant um construction tube giant um, uh -huh. like a toilet paper tube and lots of burlap and plaster and paper mache but everything else is made out of this stuff and uh it's like 40 bucks at the home depot for like <laughs> a four by six giant sheet. And when you carve it, you can get these amazing, you can make it look like wood. You can make it look like stone. If you use a nice um, matte paint, it holds paint well and, and you don't have to worry about shine on camera with, with your lights. And, and it's super duper light. I can, what, watch this, watch this. <laughs> you, can, you can pick up the whole thing. It's so, it's so light. Uh, so I highly recommend using those sort of materials for um, for your sets. Easy to carve, easy to paint, glues together really easy. Um, yeah, so that's that's our set. I'll spin around a little bit here. So there's Kingsley's Castle, uh -huh. which is uh, heavily inspired by Kugla, Fran, and Ollie, that style. And this is Teddy's Tree. Teddy Teddy pops in from the, the side here. Uh -huh. You can have a conversation 
while you're in while you're in frame. And I recently built Ali Ali Oxenfree's um, barn, um, mm. and he pops out of the top window there. And there's some other set pieces that are packed away right now: the interior of the treehouse and and other things like that. Uh, and then the puppets are all made from clay for the most part, and then 3D printed to make them a little bit lighter. Mm. Um, that's interesting to work with the 3D. Yeah. Well, so the clay, the heads were like five pounds on my finger. You know, it was very painful. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so um, I did a little Kickstarter. It was the only Kickstarter I ever did that was successful anyway, um, to go to a local 3D shop here in Baltimore. And they came out exactly the same. And then I just painted them and they turned out great. Yes. Oh. I think so too. I look fantastic. Check oh. one, two. Yes. They scan. Comment allez-vous? Ça va? Ça va très bien. Oh, bon, bon. They scan the, the head and they, they reproduce it in 3D. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, uh, it's like a white resin, um, not plastic, but like this hard, hard, what is this? Sorry. It's like a hard, hard material. Super durable. It's great when I'm in the classroom with kids. I don't have to worry about the clay head cracking. Um, and it's much lighter. I can get much more expression. Um, you know, even though it's not a moving head puppet, like a Muppet, I can still get a lot of expression from very subtle uh, movements. Mm. Um, yeah. Yeah. And then, and then uh, I did start moving into more cloth puppets going back to um, exploring social media stuff. I started a series of interviews for adults called, called cookies for breakfast. And I just started reaching out to my mentors, pioneers in children's media and asking them about their experiences when television was new and how they were negotiating that um, yeah. and, and the complexities that came with the influence that came with traditional commercials. Yeah. And now we have much more subtle you know, types of forms of influence. Um, so I was having these conversations with them off the record. And then I realized, oh, I should do like what, what Caro does. It, it, you know, so we, we just do ours through, through Zoom um, and put it up on Vimeo. But yeah. I've had amazing conversations. I've talked with um, um, Howard Blumenthal, who was the creator of Where in the World is Carmen Sandiego? And wow. um, uh, uh, Dr. Scott, the paleontologist, dinosaur train and you know just just these amazing people that really have very interesting perspectives on on this stuff but this is one of the new puppets this is this is a scrapbook the social media snake <laughs> you know and he kind of like gets you to you know will you let me in will you let <laughs> me in you know and, and he, he has a lot of reach and you give him his your drawing but then he he often nips at you like, oh why'd you nip at me well you knew i was a snake when you let me in He's actually more of this kind of a guy. Got a oh. little bit Mark Zuckerberg happening. Yeah. <laughs> He's complex. Yeah. Some criticism. Like you can critic that's art duty also to critic our society. Yeah, even even with yes, absolutely. Like whether you're doing the 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 sculptures or the paintings or complex films for adults, children's media often com has social commentary. You, I mean, you can't help it if you're living through something, right? Um, and yeah. kids do understand, like kids get what happens with things like Facebook and Instagram. They, they're they exposed to it. They're brought into it. 
often yeah. without really having a choice. Um, yeah. You know, social media, there's, there's with most social media, it's 13 and up. But now they're introducing program, you know, kid friendly um, Instagram for kids and TikTok and and um, and even before that, young kids were on those platforms because parents would bring them in to become kid influencers. Yeah. The kid can become a brand. Brandon isn't just Brandon. Brandon can be a brand. How does a young kid begin to process what what that means long long term? You yeah, know? in long um, term. Yeah, but it's all it's also new. And again, it it's without judgment. It's it's just we need to kind of step back and, and look at this and talk to the kids about how to think critically. And, yeah. and, you know, having a conversation like an adult conversation like this doesn't fly, no. but not with young kids, but you yeah. can still address it. And puppets are great. Like this is, this is algorithm, algorithm. <laughs> Yo, hey. He's kind of a Ollie from Kukla Fran and Ollie sort of character. And, you know, we'll be talking about something like, mm, this apple's delicious. Hey, I couldn't help over here. You like apples. You might like this. And then he drops in a pine cone. Like, pine cone? Well, it's on trees. You like trees? Well, sure, I like trees. And Well, if you like trees, you might like, and he just keeps suggesting stuff. You know? Like, I was just scrolling by. You know? That, like, you can, you can play, you can play about anything. That's amazing. That's so like that's deep, but you you bring it in a fun and playful way. And and I want to know a little bit more about since it called TV, like the yeah. fact that they are part of your creative process. They help you also to to manage all of that. I mean, who that's are really... this, those guys? Who are? They? Oh, they're great. Well, if you're. Uh, it, there's a good good chance that people out there might be familiar with common sense media. Yeah. They do reviews of every type of media that's out there for different age groups mm -hmm. and they're very reliable and they do solid reviews and it's, and it's from the perspective of, you know, is this going to overwhelm a young kid? Is this going to help mm -hmm. them developmentally? Like it's, they're educators. They're, they're, they're focused in developmental um, early childhood education up to high school adults too like they know they know their stuff mm. and for many of the same um, reasons or concerns that I had related to things like YouTube and, and social media um, uh, they were like well let's do an alternative let's let's build a platform that kids can still come in they can still find the video games that they like if they're older they can find their streamers they can find shows like mine they can find cartoons But it, it, again, the review process, though, it, there's, it's very difficult to get in. If, if it's the type of kids show that is indirectly selling mm. something um, or it's, it's a level of superficial that's about getting, about getting the numbers, mm. it, it's not, it, it will not pass the grade. Like it's, mm. it's, it's a high level of, of, of quality content. I'm super proud to be part of it. Um, Uh, and and they're thinking about um, social media in general. They're they're working with other larger platforms to try to make stuff age appropriate, and and more on that side of of empowering families and educating the young child, less about selling the tech because mm -hmm. the tech's going to change. We we kind of talked about this a little bit offline. TikTok's the most popular thing in the world right now, right? But in the future, it it's most probably going to be like MySpace. 
you know, like it's like, what, what's a tick, you know, like those, those platforms going back to radio, like they, they, they evolve, they change, they're constantly changing, but people we're pretty much the same, you know, we're these creative, thoughtful beings and we choose how to use the tools, uh-huh. not the other way around. Like yeah. I always compare it to a kid with a stick, you know, like every, every kid I've ever met around the world, every, every human child loves to play with sticks because they're amazing. They're the, they're our first, one of our first tools in our evolution, you know, a stick can be anything you want it to be. But so often adults will be, will say, oh, don't play with it. Put it down. You're going to poke your eye out. You're going to get hurt, right? Don't even touch it. Don't even touch it. And, but you know that the kid's eventually going to go play with a stick when you're not looking. But you can also have an approach as a parent, as a caregiver of, hey, you found a stick. I love sticks too. They're great. They can be anything you want. You can draw with it. You can build with it. You, you can come up with ideas I haven't even thought of. And you might get hurt if you're not careful. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be close by. If you need me, I can back you up. But you experiment with this. You have to learn how to use the tool responsibly. And the yeah. only way you're going to do that is by playing with it. And, and I think that applies to all of this amazing tech that we've got. It's really yeah. not that different from a stick. You know, but, but it's empowering the kid because there is this shift where the, the tools are making more of the choices for us. Yeah. Got, I think we got to turn back a little bit on that. Yeah. Because um, the stuff coming down the pipeline, it's it's going to be like up to now, everything has been, you know, you look at it, it's it's flat, you're experiencing it that way. Very soon, it's going to be fully immersive. And, and, you know, virtual reality, metaverse, whatever, you know, terms people use for it. Um, it's It's coming, we don't know exactly what it'll be. They're like, proto metaverse sort of things like Roblox and stuff like that. Um, but it's, it's going to get complicated. And I think we've yeah. got to plant some seeds now with our youngest. Yeah. So they can think critically so they can have pre media literacy yes. um, skills, you know? And um, I, I love that you say empower the kids, like to give them the power of choice and decision and, and to see the full picture and, Because they are intelligent and we, we need to, to give this like acknowledgement to them. I want to see some puppets, Danny. Okay. Yes, <laughs> yes ma'am. Uh, so, yes. so um, you know, we talk about other social issues too. Um, yeah. I have many families and children in my life that, that are thinking about transition and identity and expression and that's been in our news in lots of different ways yeah. and i've been very um angry at how many adults have turned on young children for having some new language some new words to express who they are on the inside and that's great you know we're all on this journey of understanding who we are Mm-hmm. But when those things get politicized, it makes me so upset. So we we created a character years ago named Ollie Ollie Oxenfree. And he's kind of like this sort of almost a howdy doody. Oh, yup, 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 that sort of guy. He's like a little farmer, very traditional puppet, right? And um, Ollie has been evolving over many seasons to transition to olive Ollie Oxenfree. And, and, you know, going back to representation, we talked about the, la the last time we were, uh, we had our, our, um, our, our talk on online. Um, but now 
um, Ollie has trans transitioned to Olive, and we're having these complex conversations that are from the child's perspective, but also from the parent's perspective of, I'm, I'm trying, you know, like this is when, when you were born, I looked at you and I saw the outside stuff. And this is what I thought. This is what I thought you were. This is who I thought you were. But of course, you're going to become your own self. And this is kind of hard. This is hard for me to, to, to think in a new way. You know, lots of parents yeah. are feeling that way. And that's okay. Yeah. Um, but we're, gro we're growing together. So anyway, so we still talk about complex social stuff like that, but we can do it in these really sweet <laughs> That's ways. That's complex. That's true. It is complex. And I think a lot of adults, you know, will be like, why are you teaching that to? I'm not teaching. I'm not telling anyone how to think. I, I think of Danny Joe's Treehouse uh, as a reflection of what's happening in our, in our world. Yeah. And that's a big piece. And it's not new. Like there have always been a mm. variety of human beings who express yeah. themselves in many ways in the deepest sense of self. And it, 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 it's, it's always been that way. So here's, here's, here's Olive. Yeah. Yeah. How are you? Yeah. Okay. I'm a little different on the inside, but it's still, it's me. Yeah. I'm proud okay. of who I am. And we, and we made this um, song um, that's very much about that process of trying to be with one another you know, and just try to yeah. understand. But it, it's uh, it goes, I spy with my little eye, two eyes and a nose. And I spy with my little eye, your fingers and your toes. And there's something else that's deep inside that I can't quite yet see. But I'll try and you try together, you and me. And it goes wow. on and on. But it, it, it's, it's like, it's just a lullaby about acceptance and love. Uh -huh. um, and that can be hard. We act like it's the storybook easy thing to love. It's it takes work, you know. Yeah. Um, but again, I think we can play about anything and not preach it. Not like this is what you should think. There's so much yeah. of that in the media. Think this in every every level of media from early childhood yeah. to adult. And I'm much more interested as a teacher in encouraging children to think like how how to think instead of what to think. How to engage mm -hmm. in the process of thinking for yourself and hearing yeah. one another. You know, it's, um, it feels like an, I don't know, it feels like a much more important mission than what I yeah. started off with. You yeah. Know, like, like I don't, I don't see myself wrapping up a season. Like I see myself as a grandpa going up into my treehouse one day, you know? <laughs> yeah. But you, you telling a story and you help children to, to think, as you say, uh, to, to ask them question and yeah. i think you do it in a lovely uh, way and uh, with this show and i i i wish the best for the this third season for danny joe treehouse well, thank, thank you so thank you so much and 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 you know it's i'm sorry i'm putting the puppet down there um and i also i i just wanted to add like it's it's you know we we are classified as a preschool series a show for preschoolers two to four year olds but it is absolutely as much for adults mm -hmm. as it is for children. Like I, I get emails from adults that don't have kids that like watching the show because everybody deserves that. Yeah. Like what we were saying earlier, like this reminder of what it's like to be a child, you yeah. know, during quarantine, you know, independence and striving and all of that stuff. Like it, it's always, it's a human experience. So anytime someone authentically is like, you matter, you're not, you know, Fred Rogers used to talk about being special. Yeah. Um, and, and I think, I know he, he thought this way too, but I would add on to it. Like, 
you're you're incredibly special. You're not better than anybody else, but you are you are special. You know, like you you do matter. There's something unique in you. Um, but you don't, you know, you're not above anyone else. You know, there doesn't have to be this battle, this constant battle. We can work, can work through without hurting ourselves, hurting others, you know, and, and it feels like we're in this weird, like growing pains still where we need those sort of reminders from our screens, those sort of messages instead of like, and subscribe, you know, like, okay, I, I, you know, I don't like the, the first episode of the new season you showed a picture of it at the beginning i'm just like a clown yeah um that's my alter ego that's silly billy and he's based on the character clowns from pinky lee in the 50s to blippy nowadays and and it's he he wants you to like him so badly he will do anything to get you to like him you'll be super silly even though it's not always the best thing for him and we talk about how you don't have to pretend to be something you're not like you know i you don't have to push a button to tell me that you like me. I, I like you. I want you to know I like you. And more importantly, I hope that you like you, you know, like we, we need, we need to give more of that through these, through these uh, windows, I think. Yes. It's so much philosophy that you bring to the children. I feel you carry it with your art and it's really, it's really precious. Thank you, Danny Joe, for doing that for, for the next generation. Oh, thank you. Thank you for allowing me to, and thank you for helping me to share um, the story with with others. Um, I really hope people check out um, yeah. the show. Where you can find past seasons now on Sensical TV, and I know yeah. there's a, a link in this this um, interview um, description. Mm-hmm. Um, but the third season is going to drop really soon, and and again, it's just it's it's some of the best stuff we've ever done. I'm really excited for people to see it. Yes, and if people want to uh, reach you or, or ask more question or uh, that's the place to to go or yeah. sensical sensical is the place to go for watching everything if you yeah. if you want to interact with me and write me an email you can go to dannyjoestreehouse.com mm-hmm. um, and for creators out there i also this past year created lebrex studios and i'm I, I, I know I'm not the only creator out there that feels this way and I want to help other creators to find the side doors into reaching more people. Um, yeah. So, you know, if you're interested in that sort of stuff and you need a little guidance, you need some collaboration or just someone to bounce ideas off of, um, look up Lebrex Studios um, or dannyjoestreehouse.com. Yes. Thank you so much, Danny. That's That's the conclusion, and that was like lovely to to talk about like philosophy of of TV show for children. I think we we dig into it really deep, and it's great. Yes, I think so too. We we, we dig. We always have a good conversation, don't we? <laughs> yes, totally. So stay in the virtual studio. I do the little conclusion, and we talk after. <laughs> Yay! Say bye, Danny. Everybody. Bye. 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 Choo. And yes, thank you so much for watching, people. And yeah, if you want to know more about what's going on in the podcast world, you always are welcome to watch the, our Patreon. You maybe know already, but uh, yeah, feel free to reach to us. We have this book going around to help artists and we, we keep creating and working. And, and yes. We love Puppet, but we love to know more about creators. So that's why we do those special edition of 
like side stuff of the puppetry world and to dig into uh, what we do more and more. So everyone, uh, yeah, feel free to reach to us and tell us who we should interview and yeah, just just reach and we exchange and keep create and uh, stay safe and yeah, we don't say that anymore. Stay safe. You are safe. Everyone are safe. Yeah. Create, create, create and have fun. Bye.